David. David. He's falling in a beautiful swirling pattern. David. What is up, everyone? This is the David Wells Experiment. I'm your host, David Wells. So, getting right into it, something that troubles me a little bit is video games going digital only. Um, I've been to stores and I see plenty of video games at GameStop, Best Buy, Target. So, when I hear people saying that physical media of video games is becoming increasingly niche. I'm like, I don't know, do we want that? I feel like if that does indeed become the case, we're going to head to an increasingly slimmer retro gaming community because eventually all video games do become retro. And yeah... So, I think I've mentioned this before. I feel one aspect of gaming that has not become retro because they have a slightly different setup is mobile phones. You know, for whatever reason, the mo- I feel if there's one thing I can praise mobile phones about, it is this. The app you bought all the way back in 2010, you can buy that in 2022. You can download that onto your phone and you can play it. Sometimes there are updates, which, you know, a bit of a caveat. But it'd be great if maybe there was an option where you could download different versions of said app. But for the most part, you buy it and then you've got it. Now, that's a problem with video games because it seems to me that I think I did talk about this a little bit earlier, but it seems that once you, like with digital, it seems the shops are not set up to continually carry those games. I think it was Nintendo that announced that on their eShop, certain DS purchases and Wii U purchases won't be available for download again. And, I don't know, I feel like they've got to work on that. Like, why not just switch it to... I mean, they're always giving updates to Switch games. Why not just give a patch where you can now play it on your Switch or whatever game? That way you don't have to keep constantly rebuying the same game. I mean, I guess there is a financial incentive for that. But with mobile phones... They don't make you repurchase another version of the same act. So if there's one way in which I wish like traditional video games were to emulate mobile games, I think that would be the best thing. But then again, they've got to, you know, make money and everything. So I think it would go a long way. Anyway, that's just one thing to gripe about. What other things do I want to complain about? Or, no, I don't want to complain. It's too easy to complain. I was going to say something else, but I'm totally blanking. Oh, I heard that Taco Bell has run out of their Mexican pizza. 
after having brought it back from I I never bought the Mexican pizza. It wasn't my thing. I think because I'd made it at home basically. So I didn't see what all the fuss was about. Anyway, if Taco Bell was going to bring back anything, I think they should bring back the double decker because that's the only reason that I went to Taco Bell for the longest time. I remember when I was a kid and they brought it up. I was like, this is a thing that looks delicious. And so for as long as I went to Taco Bell, that was pretty much all I got. Then they stopped and I stopped going. But I guess it must have not been... Maybe it just wasn't like cool enough of an item. I mean, when you've got a taco made out of Dorito shells, I guess the double-decker seems plain in comparison. But I mean, they still sell regular burritos. It's so funny. Like, um, I remember the first time I saw one of those Taco Bell KFC combo restaurants. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And I remember one time I saw a Taco Bell KFC Pizza Hut and I'm like, oh, they've got Pizza Hut. But the Pizza Hut items were so basic. Now, the one thing that this Pizza Hut KFC Taco Bell had going for it was that it had a small game room. I guess they were sort of trying to compete with Chuck E. Cheese or Mr. Gaddy's. But, yeah, it didn't work out that way. What's funny is, like, the prizes they have are things that you could totally just go ahead and buy and get yourself. But because it's the object of winning something, achieving a goal, you get a bit more hyped about it than you otherwise would. Speaking of pizza places, I was... So, I'm not getting paid to mention this dude's channel... But sometimes I like to put stuff on in the background with like random factoids of information. One of them is this YouTube channel called The Company Man. Where basically he just talks about the history of different companies or, and or products. And one of the people he mentioned was CeCe's Pizza. A... So, CeCe's Pizza. Yeah, um, so yeah, there's this guy called The Company Man. And he did a video called The Rise and Fall of CeCe's. So what's funny is I remember going to CeCe's and they weren't too bad. Um, it kind of felt like a scaled, pared down version of Mr. Gaddy's. Um, at least the big one. Which is, it's funny, Mr. Gaddy's for the longest time, in its movie room, it seemed to play Batman and Robin forever on repeat. That and Flubber. But anyway, well, the shame is when the pandemic happened, there was a little, there was a CC's that went out of business near my work. Now, it's funny, recently I tried, a couple years back, I tried going to a Mr. Gaddy's by myself, and it just felt different. Probably because I'm a grown-up now, and, you know, Mr. Gaddy's was aimed at kids, but it just felt weird being, like, a regular dude by himself there. Now CC's, if I just felt like I need a bunch of carbs, I still felt like I could go in there, just eat pizza, and then get out of there without feeling weird about it.
It's funny. Um, if I keep saying it's funny, I'm going to turn myself into a meme. But anyway, I was looking at... I was watching that video by the company man about CCs. And they started off with minimal resources, but the dude who made it was really committed to ensuring had quality. And so they dutifully kept opening locations and making sure that they did well. And they really didn't try to screw anybody over on the prices. And funny thing is, I forget the dude's name, but apparently one of the founders, when he decided, you know, I'm thinking of doing other things, when he sold his part of the company, he donated like a good amount of it to his church and stuff. So it wasn't like he was just like money, money, money. He was like, okay, I'm going to do other stuff and I'm going to get a lot of money for, for my trouble. But it's not all about me. And so people have noticed that's gradual, That's when CC's sort of started to go downhill. Which is a shame. Um, they weren't terrible. I mean, they weren't great. I mean, what pizza place this day and age is great? Oh, um, speaking of pizza. The other day my brother, he got some birthday money. And he went to Sam's Club and opened up an account. And I forgot how good Sam's Club Pizza was. Everybody talks about Costco Pizza being great, which it is. I'm not knocking it. But having reacquainted myself with Sam's Club Pizza, I'm like, oh, this is good too. It's fun. Nope, I'm not going to say that catchphrase. I'm going to turn into a meme. But um, I keep saying I'm going to ride my bike to work. But my work is would be a 30 minute bike ride. Now I know that if I made this a habit, I could save $160 worth of money on gas. Yeah, that's just how bad things are. Um, but you know what? Such is life, I guess. Oh, one place I haven't been to since the pandemic. Um, there's this really great video game store called Propaganda Palace. So where I bought a lot of my Game Boy games from. I didn't buy my Game Boy Color from them. I got that from another retro place. But I really like Propaganda Palace. And I wanted to get a copy of Pokemon Silver version fixed. But the guy who fixed cartridges was the guy's dad. And he was already immunocompromised. And there were no vaccines when I went over there. So yeah, I couldn't get it looked at. Plus, batteries were hard to come by at that time. I really hope that place is doing great. Because the dude there, man, he was, in my opinion, if he hears this, um, he should have his own podcast. Because he's got a salesman's voice. And he just has a voice that's made for radio. And he is incredibly knowledgeable about all the stuff he's selling. So, fun fact, you know how back in the day when a game wasn't working, we'd take out the cartridge and blow in that? Well, that is actually a bad idea. If you're thinking of getting into retro games, or you are one, you should know that when you do that, it builds up residue, and it actually makes things worse. I honestly don't know how 
that idea propagated. But yeah, it's a bad idea. And yeah, what's crazy is I remember stepping into Propaganda Palace for the first time. It felt like a living museum. There was pretty much every video game console that has ever existed is there. I even saw the original 1983 Famicom, the NES that was released in Japan. And they have some really obscure video game systems. I think they have a Magnavox Odyssey, which is boring to play, but as a piece of video game history, you pretty much have to have it. And again, they've got everything there. And I really want to go back and visit, but I don't have any discretionary funds to speak of, so I'm going to have to hold off on that. But if you are in San Antonio, Texas, you should visit a place called Propaganda Palace. Not getting paid to mention them. They're just really cool people, and they know their craft well. Propaganda Palace, it's on Ashby and McCullough. Um, if you're into old school video games, you won't regret it. And old school these days can mean even as far back as 2006, which just makes me feel old, lol. But give them a, yeah, go check them out. They will make sure that your old games work and they test everything. Well, this is kind of a weird random episode of the David Wells experiment, but then again, when are they ever not that way? Have an absolutely super day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.